0: This is Adam Huber and Shelly Gladys with Marketing Monday. We have Chef Lance here. Hello. Shelly what? Gladys.
1: Oh, it
0: sounded like you added an L in there. And did I'm it? like, it's not gla, well, it's not. You glad know what? I'm going to add an L in there now. Glad to be with us. All right. That's ah, <laughs> nice one. Yeah, joke. <laughs> nice. So, nice. oh, here, can I have my water bottle really quick? For those of you guys who don't know, Marketing Monday is a thing that Shelly and I do because there was a place here in Sioux Falls that used to be called The Bakery. The bakery used to be where entrepreneurs would gather, work out of, and everything like that, and they used to do a thing called Marketing Monday. A Little bit different setup than what we have here because it would just be more of a round table where people with marketing issues or questions would come and everyone would chime in their two cents, and Shelly and I, we were looking to get plugged back into the business community, and we thought that this would be a really great way to do that where people come on and either um, talk about what they're doing well with marketing or if they have marketing issues, we do a um, podcast about it and give our opinion on what they could do be doing better or what they could um, look forward to doing. So today we have Chef Lance and That's uh, me. Lance, why don't you give people a little bit of a diddly about who you are, what you, what you do, as you can probably tell you're a chef. <laughs> uh-huh. So,
1: you take the floor. Today, a, a, a diddly, a diddly. He, he asked for a diddly. I don't know if not I know exactly what a sure what it is diddly a diddly.
0: A diddly, in its is is a very proper term for anything that is two to five minutes of an explanation of oh, what you're doing. Really, that's, I think that's actually called a diddy not a diddly. <laughs> a diddly? I'm gonna call it a diddly. You, you I'm adding L's, L's to <laughs> today.
1: I've never been asked to to give a diddly before. So
0: do a little diddy Yeah. No, diddy is P. diddy can't be, can't be invoking the great one's <laughs> name, like that. So give us a little diddly. Please, diddly conversation. Yeah, <laughs>
1: stealing it away from him. So my diddly. So um, I'm actually, yes, I'm a chef. Um, I own Chef Lance's Cafe and Catering. Um, how I got into this business is probably the biggest question people ask me. Um, I'm not a certified anything. So high school dropout. It's all right. High school nice. dropout. And uh I had a, a good friend of mine give me the uh, go get a th- job speech mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't know where to go and they told me to apply at a restaurant here in town and I just fell in love with it and that was I was seventeen at the time. And since I didn't have much of a of a career path mapped out for me, I said, you know, teach me what you know about cooking and so that's from that was in 95 so about wow. 25 years ago okay Wow. yeah so 95 um probably until about 2010 i would say uh mainly just kind of floated around a lot worked a lot of different restaurants uh worked at dakota dunes down uh just north of, of sioux city at the golf course there oh okay yeah dakota dunes country club worked down there for a while um, and uh really uh started my first business um at the same place that i'm at right now it, um, that had a horrible name to it so i'll just leave that out of it. <laughs> uh, that was my first shot at it so uh, i worked for another caterer at the time and then was went to work uh, at a hospital and all of a sudden uh, people were asking me if i could do catering and i realized that uh, uh since i had a set schedule at the hospital that uh, yeah, I could. Mm -hmm. And so I started booking caterings and stuff. And then I realized that uh, I really needed a kitchen uh, to pull this off. I was renting kitchens and using chef friends of mine and stuff. And so I'd found out about this opportunity just north of the airport, the business airport. There's a kitchen out there and, and I needed someone to man it and do catering and stuff. And so I, I really kind of jumped into that, not really knowing what was going on, and nice. and uh, did that for uh, close to three years, and then got recruited to go run a resort, and that was, uh, that was when I realized that I really didn't want to work for anyone else anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really wanted to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and so came back to Sioux Falls and kind of just found myself right back where I was again, where I wanted to sell food and do catering, but didn't have... You know the the means to the ends as far as you know, hundred thousand dollars in capital and stuff like that. So just kind of started where I was and and uh, my old kitchen opened back up in June of 2018. Mm-hmm. They called me and said, "Hey, do you want you want to do this again?" And I said, "Yes, please," because I was looking at another location, but uh, uh, it w- it would have been quite a bit to keep that going. I really would have had a hit it out of the park right away yeah on day one and so now if you if you
0: want to pause there for just one second yeah. two things one can you just get that microphone to where like you're just going to eat it like yeah. there you go just yeah. right there, just like that Perfect. wherever it's comfortable it. to, but the, don't eat it don't eat it okay I'm but in. the second thing i was going to ask is because i've actually worked in the restaurant business too like just as a line cook you know sure. when you're younger and everything sure. and you know something that maybe people don't realize, but like is an absolute truth is that industry is incredibly high turnover. Sure. Like super big burnout. Um because the people that know how to cook really well, like in a line cook um instance anyways, Mm -hmm. if you're fast and efficient, they're going to work the ever living piss out of you. Like you're working twelve to fourteen hour days. Yeah. Period. End of story. And if the moment that someone doesn't show up for work, you're the one that's getting called in. Yeah. And on the worst bit is on the busiest of holidays and everything like that, you're the one that's like nope, you're just living there. Like we'll set you up a nice little tent in the back and then like you can just sleep here. Yeah. Like you'll just have all these little peons doing the prep for you, but you're the one that's slaving away on the grill. Like you're you're in it. So um is I'm guessing obviously that's something that you kind of ran into yeah, because that's everyone I, that's in that industry runs into it.
1: Right, right. So um, obviously, like uh, if if you want to cook, you know, like where the money is is if you're the head guy, if you're the head chef, that's yep. where the money is. But usually, that comes with a salary, and that salary means, like you said, that you're on call twenty four seven. Yep. And um, when I when I did this when I worked for this resort. That's exactly what happened. So it was a it was a very very small town and it was like a destination type place. And so from spring through fall, you had a lot of weddings, you had hunters, you had you had a lot of activity and you needed a ton of staff to help you pull all that off. And then as soon as like October hit, it just died. And mm. so you were working like 90 to 100 hours a week, you know, during the busy time. But then when it slowed down, they had to get rid of everybody because they couldn't support them. Right. And then you were only working 60 hours a week. Oh, only. <laughs> you <Not> know? I mean. <laughs> and, and like you said, too, you know, your, Christmas is busy. Thanksgiving is busy. Uh, Easter's busy. Fourth yeah. of July is busy. All of those major holidays are busy. And, and that was when, so when I, when, uh, when that job ended and I came back, I was like, you know, if I'm going to work 80 hours, I'd rather do it. For myself from here on out right if possible and I've been pretty stubborn about that and worked part time here and there and tried to go back and get like a regular nine to five job and I think that lasted about five months about three years ago yeah. I, just, I just couldn't do it anymore.
0: So. Do, you, do you have something that you want to add because there's a question that I no, that go I have ahead. okay so something that I'm really passionate about is um, not necessarily culture but just really poor leadership in in areas, and is one of the main reasons why you kind of hopped around and stuff like that was because
1: of just really terrible management slash leadership? Um, uh, I would say yes and no. So um, I would say the bigger thing was, um, so the yes part of that was yes. So you would go to work for a company because maybe the last place that you worked for, you know, uh, paid you a dollar less. Right. So you could go make a dollar more if you jumped ship and went yep. and worked over there. Right, uh, Then you would get over there and you would realize that like, okay, yeah, they're paying you more, but like this is so unorganized. They're doing stuff that just doesn't make sense and your voice isn't being heard and that kind of thing. So then sometimes you would take a pay cut to go back to the positive work, you know, uh, what's the word, atmosphere, and uh but maybe not as much hours or as not as much pay right but at least it was you didn't hate yourself for when going you anything. when you were there right well. exactly so that's but i would say that the the so the yes part of it was the bad atmosphere but the the no part of it was definitely uh ego like my ego like ah, i don't want to do this anymore i could do better over there i yep. can do better over there i i i definitely went through that and